Welcome to the Hammerisco Podcast with your hosts, Gil Christian Boyer, George Bacazzi, and Paul Muser. Let's have a show. All right, so today we will be talking about non-disclosure agreements. We'll tell you a bit about what those are and kind of, you know, what the problem we're facing with them is right now. And we'll have a little game after that, and then we'll talk about mosque vandalism in the U.S. All right, Paul, you want to start us off today? Yeah, so basically a non-disclosure agreement is an agreement between two parties not to talk about certain issues or, like, anything in between, really. Anything they'd want to hide, you know, mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. other people. And so usually in practice, uh, non-disclosure agreements are a way of um, of just keeping, keeping, yeah, keeping a secret. And if you happen to break mm-hmm. them then you might be facing getting sued or paying for damages. Yeah, so a lot of the time, you know, the person uh, who, you know, fails to... Uh, to to keep, uphold. Yeah, to, to yeah. keep the information private mm-hmm. will often get, like, sued for a lot of money from the other party. Mm-hmm. So it could potentially be very damaging to someone. Yeah, and so the actual um, the actual purpose of a non-closure agreement is not to... It's not a, ma- it's not a matter of concealing um, embarrassing criminal acts by, mm-hmm. by a company. It's just a matter of making sure that any of your secrets are not being leaked. Yeah, Whether just, it's as small as a recipe, yeah. whatever it is, just don't want your stuff being out there because yeah. competition could be looking at it, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. And so it's just a way of, you know, keeping stuff in order, I guess. Yeah. And so um, NDAs are, aren't only used by, like, companies and stuff. They're also used between, like, could be one, one-to-one, just, like, two people. Mm-hmm. And we've seen mm-hmm. this a lot with Harvey Weinstein. People trying to get away with stuff, trying to do basically, like, a legal form of hush money. And so, Paul, mm-hmm. do you want to tell us a little bit about, like, this specific well, scenario? In this specific scenario, actually, well, he had, he's actually had multiple. I think he said over a period of 30 years, there was actually less than 10 settlements of harassment claims. He said that. Less than 10, but that means could be nine in 30 years. He's had nine sexual, like, and, settlements. And he just could be lying. And, and so, yeah, one specific, uh, one specific case, two women accusing Weinstein of um, attempted rape. Um, they agreed to not speak about it, not to speak about the mm-hmm. incident, and in exchange, they got a financial settlement of two hundred thousand dollars. So it's we're not talking about mm-hmm. a small amount of money. We're talking about you know thousands of dollars of or even millions to, to in some instances. So yep. it's not a small thing. Yeah. So one of the assistants actually in this certain case, she talks about um, basically what happened after one of her colleagues got raped. Um, we returned to the UK and. Um, I spoke to my only senior um, in the Miramax offices and she suggested that I got a lawyer. So first off, you already see like Miramax, the company that had hired Harvey Weinstein, is not necessarily defending him, but they're not going to prosecute against him. They're going to protect him. Mm -hmm. And so they're asking her to get a lawyer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, So we both resigned from the company saying that we felt we were constructively dismissed because of his behavior and that we would be he'd be hearing from our solicitors and so you found a lawyer solicitor yes and at this point i thought we were going to go to criminal proceedings and take him to court and and that he would be punished for what he had done you were prepared to go that far and have him locked up well, it was the only it was the only route i thought there was i mean it was the only route as far as i was concerned and so first off, you see here, um, basically, this is where the NDA comes in. So instead of criminal proceedings, they go, they decide on an NDA to hide a sexual misconduct. And actually, I mean, this is a very controversial issue nowadays. Um, states such as Pennsylvania, California, New York, they've they've actually have laws that are banning NDAs f- for these mm-hmm. natures. But yeah. um, 
yeah, let's just keep going. And before we go, um, well, the, the, the reason why the states are trying to ban um, these non-disclosure agreements because they're, it's, an, it's an, 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 an effort to end um, workplace harassment. And by having these non-disclosure agreements available, then mm. it's basically, you know, if I'm going to employ you, then whatever happens at the office, you can't speak about it or you don't get the mm -hmm. job. Yeah. So it's, it's really putting the, the workers and the, and the employees at, at, at risk here. Yeah, and actually, well, one thing that I like to make clear is when you sign an NDA, you're still allowed to go to a law enforcement agency and say what happened to you. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people who sign them, they don't know that, and they're afraid of getting sued, and they're afraid yeah. of going to the police because of, I mean, the amounts of money you can have to yeah. pay if you yeah. sign an NDA. And, and the thing is, even if you do end up going to the police, it's very it's very difficult to mm -hmm. like actually get like your feet off the ground and do something about the case. Mm -hmm. Because, first of all, you need a lot of evidence and basically just like enough evidence to prove your case basically and that's very difficult a lot of the time because yeah. people aren't you know like thinking ahead when when sexual assault is mm -hmm. happening people aren't like thinking about evidence yeah, and, that and, they're going to collect and specifically for women when you come out with an incident like this you're being questioned yeah. were you drunk was this happening so yeah. like that's that's like that's almost another reason for why these women don't come out because they're afraid of being questioned and saying oh maybe maybe it was just a friendly thing mm -hmm. and so it's like there's so much on the line, yeah. you know, you getting sued, people not taking you seriously enough, and you Socially, might just, it might know. just be easier for you mm -hmm. not to do anything. Yeah. And yeah. a lot of the times, you know, when people do these NDAs, it's because they don't, like, if they try to speak up about it and try to get something done about it, they could be risking their jobs a lot of the times. Yeah. And money is, like, very crucial for so many people, and mm -hmm. that's also why they take this money, because it's, it's very appealing, you know, yeah. a lot of the times. Mm -hmm. Huge sums of money. Yeah, so let's keep this going. So she actually hits on that. What happened? Um... The lawyers made it very clear that we didn't have very many options. Um, we hadn't, because we hadn't gone to the police when we were in Venice, we had no physical evidence, and ultimately it would be two under 25 year olds women, words against Harvey Weinstein, Miramax Film Corporation, and essentially the Disney company. And so here you see she goes on to say, like, they didn't have a case, and so this this NDA actually came in handy because, I mean, they get money, and, like, first off, they don't think, like, anything would have happened to Harvey Weinstein, even if they, like, didn't go for this money. And so in, in this specific case, there's not just... There's not just one thing going against um these women. There's multiple things. Number one, they didn't have too much evidence. Mm -hmm. You yeah. know, it was, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was either having Weinstein's story or their, their story. Just the... Yeah. There's a flaw. Mm -hmm. There's a flaw with that because having one scene has a, has a lot of money. They don't have too much money. That's yeah. number one. Number two, they signed this non-disclosure agreement. Yeah. So in the back of their mind, they're saying, um, "Well, we could come out, but we're being we could be sued." Mm -hmm. So that's mm -hmm. another thing for them for them not to come out. And the the other thing, when they do come out, the having one scene team could say. Why didn't you guys report it the first time? Yeah. You know, when it happened. And when mm -hmm. this happens to you, you know, you're traumatized. You're not just yeah. going to go out and, you know, and tell everyone what happened. And so these multiple yeah. almost roadblocks that they have to, you know, really go through and understand in order for them to actually come out. And yeah. it's, it's tough. It's not yeah. easy. And also, she mentions how basically if they really wanted to go through with this, they'd be going against Harvey Weinstein, mm -hmm. Miramac, and Disney. Which mm -hmm. is just like, can you imagine how difficult that would be to like I mean, actually go throughout that, and right? be successful? Yeah, mm -hmm. they could just yeah. shut you up so easily. And yeah. I mean, I guess two hundred thousand dollars for Disney, for Miramax, and for Harvey Weinstein—that's nothing compared to the reputations and all the things that exactly how bad it'd make them look if like this came out. So I yeah. guess it's 
a win-win for both of them. But the one problem with this is they signed this NDA like right after the fact, a few years down the line, like right now, they want to come out about it. And like mm-hmm. they know, like they, they, they feel like they want justice against Harvey Weinstein, right? Like they've thought yep. about it. They've had a long time to think about it. Yep. And that's the one problem I see with these NDAs is if you sign them so hastily, then you're you could run line, into trouble. You maybe. just like your opinion changes. You want justice for what happened and yeah. you just can't. Yeah. And now some people might say that, you know, this is a legally binding contract that if you sign it, you have to live up to it. You can't just sign mm-hmm. something and not and not live up to it and not and not uphold it. Mm-hmm. And for me, if, if you think that, then I mean, I feel bad for you because these are women who are being, you know, abused and sexually assaulted. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to tell them you signed or you have to live with that. That's not fair, you know. Well, I, I mean, don't see that as being fair. Whether it's legally binding mm-hmm. contract or not, what happens? What happens to your, you know, your your mental state when you mm-hmm. when something like that happens to you? That's you can't you can't let that happen. Yeah, but I mean, like the thing is, like you're signing a contract saying like you're not gonna speak out about it. Like I'm not saying that it's wrong; they shouldn't. But mm-hmm. like people should be, you know, exp- like they should know it's coming if mm-hmm. if they're gonna speak out about well, it. Actually, and so, yeah. just just one last thing, and they should know what it is, you know, to like be science about it later. I just on don't when think it's fair. You know, I don't. Contract. I just don't. Th- sometimes you know, there's a lot of reasons why you should sign mm-hmm. it, but then long run, you look back at it and it doesn't make too much sense. And yeah. you should there should be some sort of provision that you can pull out of a legally binding contract. What's interesting is there is like very little legal precedence on sexual harassment cases where they sign an NDA, someone breaks it, and then they get sued because it makes the person who actually like sexually harassed that person allegedly look even worse, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, the person comes out and calls you out, and then you sue them. But actually, Trump is suing Stormy Daniels. I just yep. learned this. Yeah. Twenty morning. million. Twenty million dollars. Yep. So I mean, it'll be interesting how that case turns out. If like maybe they'll, they I don't think they'll settle for twenty million. And the money that that um, Stormy Daniels mm-hmm. was paid, and it was in twenty sixteen, mm-hmm. you know, right before the elections, it mm-hmm. wasn't a lot of money. It was I think it was like thirty thousand dollars, if I'm correct. Mm-hmm. And for 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 allegedly what he did, and it's like. It's not proportional, but now yeah. the Trump team is coming out, and he, I mean, it's it's so interesting. Trump has two has two mm-hmm. has two different sets of lawyers. Yeah. One one set dealing with Stormy Daniels and the whole you know the whole the whole case. Then the other one's dealing with the Russians and and <laughs> Mueller. So it's it's yeah. that's a that's a different story though. Yeah, yeah. let's go on with the clip. Mm-hmm. Because I naively believed that if we went to Disney, they would be horrified naively. and mm-hmm. would fire Harvey or, you know, or help us with the proceedings. Um, but the lawyers, the lawyers made it very clear that that was not how the world worked. And I guess, like, we could probably end it off here, like, that's not how the world works. These NDAs yeah. actually, like, I mean, they they work for, like, the people because they want something. But then, yeah. a few years down the line, like, this person broke her NDA, right? And, like, the reason is because she wants justice for Harvey Weinstein, like, against Harvey Weinstein, and she realizes, like, you know, maybe at the time she just wanted to go away. She just wanted like something to happen. But now, like they want something, and like yeah. And I think that in so. in in this specific case, I think the issue is greater than NDAs. You know, mm-hmm. because I think that like no matter what, still if she wanted to come out about it, talk about it, it would still be like such a huge struggle mm-hmm. and very difficult. You know, mm-hmm. to go through with and mm-hmm. be successful with. And that's the nature of these um sexual assault cases. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Number one, the evidence. Sometimes with having Weinstein, you know, it's 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 very clear. But in some mm-hmm. situations, 
it's not always very clear and you never you don't you don't necessarily know with um mm. what exactly happens it's the same thing with um like you know you could almost compare um Aziz Ansari with having Weinstein one of them is very mm. clear cut and you know you know they were on the wrong then the other one that for example Aziz Ansari it wasn't so clear on yeah. what he did wrong and if he did something wrong yeah. and so that's mm. why it's really tough for these women even without the uh without the NDA mm. that's why it's so tough for them to come out yeah. and tell the world what happened and yeah. actually I just like to be clear an NDA doesn't stop you from going to law enforcement agencies. Mm-hmm. So if you sign an NDA, you can still go to the police and say, this illegal thing happened. But they get, the people who sign the NDAs, they get so scared and they they think like, I yeah. mean, I'm going to have to pay this enormous amount of money if I break this NDA. Mm-hmm. And so they just don't want to deal with that and they don't even go to the police. And like, yep. so that's one of the problems. Yeah, like, and you can see in Trump's case, mm-hmm. I mean, he's suing her for, two, for 20 mm-hmm. million. Mm-hmm. That's not easy money, you know? No, it's not. It's mm-hmm. really not. No, I mean, Trump's case is a different thing because she's claiming that she had the right to come out since he, she's saying, I think she's saying that he never actually signed the contract or mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. A bunch of different. A whole different you know, story. But you know what's that. even weirder? Uh, if you go on in the video um, that I just, the, the audio clip I just showed, she goes on to say that. Part of the NDA agreement was that she was not allowed to have a copy of the NDA. That's insane. So she yeah, doesn't even know quite what she's what, like. She yeah. can't reread wow. what she's. And you're not, not gonna like to... remember this whole list of yeah. you know you know she said things she on had... the agreement. And so like so. you can tell that the NDA it's mostly a scare tactic. It's yeah. not. It's not actually in good mm-hmm. faith. It's not for, to protect anyone. With most contracts, it's usually a matter of it's to protect you and 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 the other and the other party. But yeah. with NDAs, it's to protect one party and just keep the other party from speaking up. Yeah. And I, even though that's, as of now, that's legal, mm-hmm. I don't think it should be. And we're seeing states come out and trying, mm-hmm. states trying to fix this issue. But they they really should put more, te- they should be really paying more attention to this mm-hmm. case. Yeah. Well, I mean, what what do you guys think is a solution really to that? Well, the, I think this is the, the solution, if the world was perfect or in a perfect world, yeah. would be that we should have more more guidelines in workplace, and we mm-hmm. companies should strive to have um a better workplace, a better a, a more you know a better a better workplace, a place where people can feel comfortable, mm-hmm. and companies but, should be being called out, like just like uh, President Macron was calling out um the country the companies that were not yeah. paying equal wages. I think companies should be called out when they have mm-hmm. these incidents. Yeah, but know? I mean, this isn't necessarily happening at the workplace. This is. A lot of the time, this is with Harvey Weinstein. He was mm-hmm. it was at the workplace. And I just like to be yeah, clear: not not always. Like a lot of the Majority time, it's, the, the, it's I mean, outside, like outside mm-hmm. of the workplace. Harvey Weinstein did this terrible act, right? Miramax protected him. Disney protected him. I'm not sure he's the one who paid two hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars, but Miramax and Disney. I mean, no one's going against them. No one's exactly. saying yeah. let's boycott Miramax, let's boycott Disney. I think if that that happened. That would hurt and that would hurt like the situation would be far better and there'd mm-hmm. be I mean less people would be more scared of doing things like this. Yeah, and that's yeah. why I go back to having a better workplace and a mm-hmm. much a much safer workplace. Because mm-hmm. if Miramac and um and and Disney is going to protect having Weinstein, then what happens when a Disney employee something like this happens to a Disney employee? Mm-hmm. Then obviously they're not going to you know they won't do anything about it. Yeah, I mean, I mean if, if, if it's like to, a big name like Harvey Weinstein, mm-hmm. they're not gonna do anything about what it. So it's, it's I think it just comes down to having better regulations at the workplace and mm-hmm. companies should be called out for this. Well, I mean, better regulations at the workplace. I mean, there's nothing right now saying that like you're allowed to like uh, there's nothing saying sexually that. assault someone at work right now. But so, if a man, as a man, if I was to do something against a, a woman at a workplace, the odds of me getting away with it are so high. Mm-hmm. And we've seen this in Hollywood, specifically in Hollywood. People are getting away with this stuff and nothing is happening because to, they have money because yeah. they're famous. To be honest, I don't think that it's it, it was you would have very high chances of getting away with it. I think that maybe if you're like a very powerful person like Harvey mm-hmm. Weinstein, 
she mentions like later on in the video, mm-hmm. he was like a master manipulator, a man with a I lot mean, of power. I mean, Bill Cosby got away with it. I, I don't. Yeah, but like if you're just like I mean, in a in big, a normal yeah. if you're in a normal workplace, I don't really see like like if you can go to HR normally mm-hmm. to like to someone if you're complaining about someone who's like your equal in a workplace. Well, if it's the manager and then it's the assistant. I think they're going to go on the manager's side instead exactly. of the assistants, and that's that's the major that, issue. And in in most of most companies, the way they run is that they have they have ranks, they have levels. Mm-hmm. Not everyone is an equal employee. Some people yeah. have more priorities. And if that's the case, then if if something like this happens, then the person who has a higher rank will come out on top. But that's I mean, so what what do you mean by more regulations at the workplace in that case? Like mm-hmm. like give me an example. Well, of I don't have a solution. I, I I don't have a solution. I, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm not an expert in this field, yeah. but I think the the not the the government and the companies should be doing more to you know really mm-hmm. putting these people um putting these people who are doing this this you know ridiculous acts against these women they should they should be doing something more they're not doing enough and and if you're going to say that it doesn't happen enough mm-hmm. Harvey Weinstein is literally the perfect example of this happening and someone getting away with it you know I I know it happens a lot mm-hmm. but like I mean I think it comes down to these NDAs I guess yeah again. what I think but, is. People need to know what an NDA is, what they're signing, what they're getting themselves into. And also, they need to realize that, like, at first, they're going to want the thing, to, what happened to them, to just go away. And this NDA, like, may, they might sign as, as a result of that. And then later on, they might change their mind. And so they have to know their options. And they have to know that even if you sign an NDA, you can still go to the police. That's an important thing that you have to remember. Mm-hmm. And that a lot of people, they don't know because who would tell them that? Yeah, because yeah. The, the, yeah. The, the nature of NDAs is about mm-hmm. not misinforming and leaving the other party in in the dark and if that's your mm-hmm. goal and you accomplish that then there's no way this like a few years later or like mm-hmm. 10 years later these people mm-hmm. can come out and be successful like mm-hmm. the odds are stacked against them by and signing this that's contract. what's happening with these bigger powerful people mm-hmm. companies you know mm-hmm. trying to put the other people yeah, in the it's, dark it's a scare tactic yeah. yeah um all right so let's move on to our game yeah yep. yeah sure all right, so i mean i have a few questions here I'm, I'm assuming george won't i mean look over but <laughs> yeah. yeah let's start off so my first question actually is how many of the current UN leaders for like countries are female? How many do you think there are? Um, how many do we have in total? I don't want to know. Um, you know, fine. I'll give you that. 193. 193 in total. I know yeah, that I'm pretty sure the US has uh, Nikki Haley. No, no, no. You, you and like president or something like that. Oh. Along oh. those lines, like the equivalency. So we have 193 in total. Yes. Uh, it can't be half. That's way too much. No, no way half. it's half. Yeah, no way it's half. It's, it's um, not. I'm going to go with... Five. Five? That's yeah. so little. I'm going to go with, like, 25. All right. Well, it's actually, like, I think just in between. It's 15. Oh. Oof. So, I think I was both close of your, on that, was I? Uh, plus 10, minus 10. I mean, I think it, <laughs> oh. going over is actually... Uh, it depends on what game we're playing. But, yeah. but, um, yeah, so there are 15 female current leaders who are, like, currently in office. And, essentially, there have been... You know what? Here's another question. Um, Actually, no. Let me keep going. So, fewer than 10%, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. And, um, so, the... Comp- Countries that have have had women in power, it's really like the max is Bangladesh for twenty three years that have had women being in power for twenty three years, like yeah, being, wow. and then it's India and actually what I saw is India, then Ireland, Iceland, Philippines. Where's the United States? Zero. I mean, we've never had a woman president, so zero. We're pretty bad. Interesting. Yeah. We're really close. Wow. Yeah. A lot of countries that are still in development, you know. Germany. Mm-hmm. Germany has only had one one woman as a yeah. president, right? Yeah. Angela Markov, right? Yeah, I don't have the full list, but it just it goes lower and lower. And I mean, after a few, it's just, I mean, nearly, I mean, I think 31 of the, so actually, no, my next question is how many countries have had a woman as a leader that are part of the UN nations? 
at this moment. Um, Germany has had one, has one right now. No, but in total. Hungary. In total? Um, whew, let's see. I can't think of any African nations that have that. I'm just mm-hmm. sticking through it. Yeah. Um, European nations, probably like three from Europe. Um, not in the United States. I'm going to go with um, five countries, tops. I mean, we already know there's 15 leaders currently, so... Uh, well, <laughs> what, what was the question? How many How many countries have had a female leader? A female president, I would assume? Yeah. Um, or prime minister, something along those lines. Hmm. Well, that's that's confusing. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> that's I'm sorry. Confusing. A leader of state or yeah. government. So... Um, Wait, so the 15, Wait, is cur- it the 15 for the... 15, <laughs> currently in the United Nations, there are 15 countries that have a female leader, okay? Mm-hmm. So the question is, how many have had one at a certain point in time? I mean, all, every government is different, but... Wait, every government you, is different, which is why it's confusing. We just you, had a government leader who's female. Did you say 15? <laughs> there, there are 15 currently. How many in total? Uh, uh, um, I'm going to say three. We'll double that. <laughs> 30. It can't be three. Um, I'm going to go with 30. Yeah. Did you say three? No. Yeah, three. It can't be there three, There are 15 no. currently, George. So Uh-oh. how many have there ever been? All right. Um, I think um, we should uh, just move past. Right, I'm so going to move past. The question yeah. is... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to answer it's 70. Okay. All right. Um, almost, almost got it. I was at 30. Yeah. So <laughs> five countries have had female leaders for 15 plus years. Mm-hmm. Um, 10 to 14. You have 10 to, f- 10 to 14 years. You got 10 countries. Um, 13 countries have had female leaders for five to nine years and then less than one to four years <laughs> or one to four years. It's 42. I can't get past that. That was, <laughs> I, I guess, you know, I'm going to work on wording next time, but yeah. The line of yeah. questioning is just, uh, not what you want. You it can know? be difficult sometimes. It could be. <laughs> wording things. So Sorry yeah. <laughs> we won't blame people. But yeah, those, so the countries with the longest standing female leaders, Iceland, Ireland, India, Philippines. And then it kind of goes down from there. Mongolia was actually the first country, 1966. Wow. That's pretty interesting, actually. And I mean, especially considering the time period, mm-hmm. 1966, you know. Mm-hmm. And then wow. U.S. still zero. Still, we're close, yeah. though. We're, we're yeah. close, Some notable European countries that I've never had one. I mean, if for the leaders, mm-hmm. you're talking about, like, um, just important leaders of a nation, right? Yeah. Wouldn't that be um, uh, um, Secretary of State? No, that, no, um, no. Head of State or Head of Government. Oh, so. So, uh, the U.S. one. But I would yeah. say Secretary of State. That, that would uh, be pretty important. Not, not in this case. Technically, <laughs> that, that's technicality, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so notable countries in Europe that haven't had one. Spain, Italy, I think Sweden. And, yeah, so Russia hasn't had one. And I so, mean, in the, yeah. in the last 100 years, I mean, how, how many years has, uh, what's it, how many years has uh, Putin Green spent power? in office? I would say 150 out of 100. So he's, they, they, the system is working for them yeah, right I mean, now. Yeah, he's going to be in office for much longer, so we're yeah. not going to see it <laughs> yeah. for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I think this brings us finally to our, our next topic. No, we have a we oh, have Paul a second. Has another we have question. Oh, you have another question? Paul has right. more questions. That's yeah. Right. So <laughs> what do you think spreads faster, fake news or real news? And if so, how much faster would that certain thing spread um, faster? I'm going to go with uh, fake news. Because so on social media, so just to be clear. Yeah. yeah, because I would say fake news because fake news is probably, you know, a lot more mm-hmm. appealing to some people and much more like juicy, you know, juicy mm-hmm. news. Yeah. So people are a lot more interested by it. And I guess it would spread faster, you know, people reposting mm-hmm. it. Mm. Et cetera, et cetera. I'm, I'm gonna have to agree with George fake news and interesting enough I was watching a YouTube video this morning and he was saying um, a, a, a few a, a, a good amount of people are going on, on Twitter and saying that um, they went to watch Black Panther and these people happen yeah. to be white obviously yeah. they went to watch Black Panther and um, black people attacked them 
Really? Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's false. And what was so yeah. funny is that um, the images that we're using were images that popped up on Twitter like two years ago, three yeah. years ago. And so it was yeah. easily debunked, yeah. but it spread like mm-hmm. wildfire. Yeah. And so I'm going to have to go with fake news. Yeah. And how much faster? You know, how much faster would you think? I would say starts? for every 500,000 people that so real here, news me, reaches. Yeah, let me, would, no, let me be clear. So to get 1,500 views on a Twitter topic or anything like that, how mm-hmm. much faster do you think fake news would spread on average compared to real news? Um, I say f- three times faster. I mean, if it's going to take, to get 1,500 views, yeah. if it would take real news 15 minutes, I would say it would take fake news about five minutes. So three times faster as yeah. well. Yeah. So the real number is actually six times faster. So like an, a major oh, MIT study. 50% is pretty close. Huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah so they found misinformation spreads much faster and further than the truth on Twitter and other social medias. Mm-hmm. And so it takes six times more time for real news to be seen by 1,500 people on average. Well, because mm-hmm. real news is boring. That's, yeah. that's the truth. Real <laughs> news is boring. I mean, it's like, it's a like, lot uh, of the time, yeah, it can be. Exactly. It's like yeah. reality TV. If yeah. we actually, if people actually aired reality TV, then it would be very boring. Yeah. But if you watch reality TV, also known as Kim Kardashians, then mm. that's, it's going to be juicy because you just, yeah. you can make up whatever you want and you can put out whatever you want. So and people are so interested by it. People are so interested by it, you know. You're telling people what they want to hear and that's usually more interesting than Yeah, yeah so this seems to make sense because it, fake news is more often inflammatory and, you know, just, just meant to rile people up and be like, oh, mm-hmm. see, this proves my point or yeah. this doesn't because, I mean, it's engineered to go viral. Yeah. While real news is more like sometimes it's sad, sometimes, you know. You I mean, know, just, it's, re- it's just reporting, and just, you know. It's just what's happening. Yeah, reporting yeah. stuff that's happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's it for our, our no, game we have session. One more question. One, one more question. question. Yeah. Wow, Paul. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> one like, more. I, like I'm taking a test at school. So, um, bad, a badly worded test, to be specific. Badly worded. <laughs> well, actually, I had a physics test yesterday, and one of the questions was just absolute gibberish. It's just a bunch of letters. Oh, so. just like a question. It's still better. Yeah. <laughs> just like a question. <laughs> so, what percent of violent crime is reported to the police? Um, Ooh, that's. It's got to be at least 50%. Yeah, I I'd say at least 50%. At least 50%. So I'm going to go with a good um, 64%. 64.5%. S- <laughs> That's quite specific. I'm going to say a 80%. You know wow. what? I, I'm going to change my answer. Either 64.5% or 32.25%. Wow. It's just in between those two answers. Yeah. It's uh, 42% of violent crimes. I was closer. Wow. Yeah. And wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, a lot of crimes go unreported. And these are because people feel like what's... What's the police going to do? They can't do anything about this, yeah. right? I mean, they just feel hopeless. And I mean, I'm, that's terrible. It's, un- it's very unfortunate. Does this um, take into account um, violent crime done against immigrants? Ill- illegal immigrants? Let's, By yeah. or um, against? against? Well, it doesn't specifically look for that, but I mean, I, I'm because sure that's I, I guess that yeah. um, I, was, I was reading something and it was, it was saying that, you know, there a lot of illegal immigrants, so people who live in the United States without undocumented immigrants as of now, is that mm-hmm. they're afraid of coming out uh, and reporting mm-hmm. yeah, violent true. crime because if that happens, they'll be asked they information. papers and yeah. then yeah. that you might be, someone might hit your car or someone might hit you and then if you go to report, you get deported back to your country which is obviously not a good mm-hmm. trade-off. So yeah. you see like people who are living in the in the southern states especially. Why, then, why should they bother you? Why yeah. they, I mean, because oh. if you turn in, then you're going to get deported and that's not that's not fun for anyone. No one wants to go yeah. through that experience. And actually this incorporates another question that I'll get to later but I also... Mm-hmm. Um, when you're talking about illegal immigrants, sometimes they also don't get paid for the work they do. And I mean, that's... And they like, can't report it. They yeah. can't report they it They have either. no unions. Yeah. 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 And so, like, the second question, I guess, would be, of the violent crimes that are reported to police, how many do you think they prosecute someone? Like, they find a suspect and prosecute them. So, they, that's called clearance rate. I'm going to say... 
forty percent, fifty percent. No, no, twenty percent. Wow, that was a pretty drastic change. Uh, it's actually forty six percent. I was close. I had fifty. I said fifty. Fifty. <laughs> yep. So fifty would be closer than George's, but I mean. But uh, yeah, it wasn't yeah. what you said. Yeah. <laughs> what was your final answer? <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, I, I had guess two final answers. So. I, so a lot of crime work. goes unreported, and, and people crime, aren't prosecuted. Yeah, for and it, the which crime is that is reported. Wild. I mean. I mean, it's hard to find someone. Like, if yeah. some, it, well, it depends on the mm-hmm. the crime, but it's hard to. I mean, I guess find someone, especially with like policing systems. I mean, not having enough funding or it seems like there's so there's yeah. a lot of ways of these perpetrators to get away you know yeah it seems like you know they can just get away with it and people should start speaking up you know it's tough to speak mm-hmm. up it, whether it's you know a sexual assault incident or it's you know a violent crime done against you you should you should always speak up because even mm-hmm. though sometimes there's a flaw in this in the in the police system and you might not get the results that you should have gotten yeah. or the right results mm-hmm. Some of the time, the well, majority of the time, it should be. You, you will get justice. Yeah. I don't think anyone should be like, you know what, what's the point? Police isn't going to do anything about it. I think you should always call. Yeah, like, if, if it's necessary, you, I think you but should definitely always call. sometimes people just yeah. don't want to deal with it either. Because, I mean, if you report a crime, then you have to go to court. You have mm-hmm. to do all these things, and people just don't want to deal some with Which is people, to get a think, people yeah. being very lazy, I think. And that, well, not lazy. You can't blame like, the person. Actually, no, never mind. Yeah. I was thinking of something else. I meant it as, like, if you're witnessing a crime. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, if you're witnessing a crime, why should you involve yourself in the whole process of, you know, being clear? They they have to, Mm. like... You have to go through so much if you're mm-hmm. if you're if you're if you're a witness. Yeah. So everyone just decide, you know what, that's fine. They should be fine, and they're not fine at the yeah, end. Yeah, it day. can make a difference. Mm-hmm. It can, a I mean, witness it makes, definitely a makes a difference. Yeah, you know, reporting yeah. something. Exactly. I mean, that's a major flaw. People yeah. don't want to spend the time and just get justice. But I guess yeah, that wraps up our game. Yeah. That's and, also um, our game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right before we move on to our next topic, so I no, just you don't end it. <laughs> I'd just like to say, um, if you guys want to check out that interview, um, oh, you, yeah. it's a it's a BBC video. You can find it on yep. YouTube. It's the, titled, the title is... You want to say it, Paul? Yeah, I'll say it. <laughs> Harvey Weinstein, ex-assistant, speaks out on Holly, how Hollywood kept Harvey's secret, BBC News. Yep. Yeah, and um, well, on that note, you should check out the our, our website. Uh, you can find some merchandise, <laughs> some great, great A merchandise. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's www.humblepodcasts.com where you can find all our other shows and um, you can find some great merchandise and yeah. some great pictures of all, all three of us. Yeah. Yours um, truly. Mm-hmm. And so our, our, our last topic, our last segment today is um, mosque vandalisms. So two Arizona women were, were booked into Tempe City city Jail Thursday afternoon on suspicious felony of, um, of third-degree burglary. And mm-hmm. so essentially what they did is they ransacked the property of the Islamic Community Center. So this is a local center. Mm-hmm. And we're seeing this more and more, actually, since... Um, since I mean Trump's election and unfortunately yeah it's just Trump's rhetoric during the election and um, something so I just like to point this out mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they did like a Facebook stream of this like a live stream or mm-hmm. something yep why like yeah and why, I why mean, would you do this yeah some like, of the quotes right of what they said I mean yeah so stuff. I mean they walked in uh, they did a bunch of terrible stuff and basically they th- this is what they said they wanted to like collect as much information as possible you know they wanted to expose the evil that is happening in our oh, backyards mm-hmm. stuff they're saying. And then, so they brought their uh, their little ch- children with them as well. I'm pretty sure they mm-hmm. were aged like five and six years old. I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure one of them said, um, they smell like goat, which is, you know, pretty yeah. offensive. And then one of the parents said, be careful because Muslims are waiting to rape you. Just terrible stuff. <laughs> These, there's a lot of things wrong with heavy that. Heavy stuff, very mm-hmm. heavy stuff. But the reality um, is a lot of Muslims across the nation have to face that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I, for me, there's a place where I could point a finger to, but for some people, they just can't admit. And I think this comes... I hate to do this, but it comes with the 2016 election. That's what yeah. happens. We saw this come on the rise, you know. Yeah. Muslims, 
who are generally very good people. You know, yeah. they're not people. They're not looking for trouble. They just do their own thing. They're not bothering anyone. But I mean, yeah, just they, like I mean, they're living in a, people, in a suburb. It's just they're normal, normal people, person, right? Yeah. It's not yeah. like they're actually looking for any trouble, and they're being categorized into one group. And mm. everyone is. It seems like everyone is going against them. Yeah, and it's not fair. And uh, one of my friends from out of town, I, I played soccer with him mm-hmm. um, on, on a club team, and he was he was telling me, you know, he used to he used to play for a different soccer team, and he was telling me that. He, he's not even Muslim, you know. He, he's mm. a Christian, but he came yeah. from a predominantly Muslim na- country. Yeah. And he was telling me that people made fun of him for being Muslim, even though he was not Muslim. I'm, be- imagine, I'm imagining yeah. what, like, Muslim jokes. Yeah, cetera, exactly. Cetera, and they were, you know, making, like, terrorist jokes. Like, give a bomb or exactly. something like that. Like, how do you have the audacity to do this? And mm. we're talking about high school students. And I, I just can't wrap my head. How can you say this and be fine with yourself? You, yeah. you're, generalizing, you're generalizing a mass population of people. And it's just it's 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 ridiculous, honestly. January to September of twenty seventeen, there were a hundred ninety five hate crimes. That's twenty percent more than twenty sixteen, and I'm sure twenty sixteen is so much more than twenty fifteen. I mean, it's just it, it's on the it's rise. It's on the rise. I mean, it could. Yeah. I I think that uh, unfortunately, I hate saying this, but it, it it it's very likely that it is with uh it, it is coming with Trump's election. You know, because of everything like mm-hmm. his all of his extreme. Ideology, I mean, the Muslim ban, that yeah. wasn't, and I just like that was helping. Yeah, mm-hmm. and just like how, how he says, like I say what I want, like I I'm not scared of saying what I want. Maybe that's mm-hmm. encouraging a lot of people to go out and say what they think. But I think there's they I want mean, to some say. would say to also blame the media, and I mean I, this is a tough question because the media they only cover I mean Muslims really when when they do something wrong, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I I personally I have like mixed feelings about this just because. I mean, they only cover news when something bad happens or when mm-hmm. something happens that's interesting. And so, I mean, they'd probably only cover white people when they do something wrong, most mostly. But the problem with this actually is that there's not enough Muslims in, like, many of these neighborhoods that are predominantly white. And so th- what they see is only what's on the media. I mean, exactly. I don't know. And most of the time yeah. on the yeah. media, the media is reporting mm-hmm. on the, most of the time, with some mm-hmm. exceptions, most of the time, the media is reporting on on what sh- you know. They talk about ISIS. They're talking about this, mm-hmm. but the problem is that people decide to they decide on what they want to listen yeah. to. Yeah, you know when they hear an, an ISIS member who yeah. happened to be Muslim, yeah, um, attacked this, mm-hmm. bombed this place. They hear Muslim. Yeah, I guess all Muslims do that now, yeah. but that's that's false. It's it's yeah. gross generalization mm-hmm. of of a society, of a people, of a religion. That's it's really bad, and the. For me, as of now, the media is not doing anything to stop this. Yeah. They're not, you know, they're not, yeah. I guess they're not giving it's Muslims the least of their enough yeah. representation. I mean, they yeah. want those clicks. They don't want, they're not, they're not trying to mm-hmm. solve the political agenda. Yeah. Whatever makes the money, yeah. you know. But there's, like, there's many of these examples. Like, I was doing research last night and, like, I, I did not have a trouble finding, like, any examples of these yeah. mosques getting hurt. Like, one, there was a mosque in construction in Queens, which a very diverse neighborhood in New York mm-hmm. where they just spray painted on like the fence where they were creating it. They, they spray painted like 9-11 dash like 9-11 and like 9-11 mosque. Like so, I'm not sure what that means. But and I mean, just like, you're just like, still yeah. doing that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I knew Muslims. I, mm-hmm. I know some, I, we have some Muslim family friends mm-hmm. and they were telling them like during, during 9-11, the whole nation was in shock. It wasn't yeah. just like it wasn't like Muslims were sitting down and, and laughing at what happened. Yeah, I know people, that wasn't the case. People have such a misconception. Like, I, I don't like, know how you can live your life mm-hmm. like just living a lie. Mm-hmm. This is ridiculous. You cannot make up stuff that you apply to mm-hmm. everyone when it's simply false. Yeah, and so this person, as we see, Padre said, construction site, someone's spray painted nine eleven mosque. So basically, what do they think when they think of uh, someone that's Muslim? Terrorist. Nine eleven. Mo- and I mean that, that goes back Muslim to the media. Yeah. So, and to make matters worse, um, and we cover this. Uh, 
I think episode three or four, mm-hmm. we're talking about the Egypt mosque attack. Mm-hmm. So while Muslims mm-hmm. are being perpetrated as the bad people, yeah, they're being attacked. They're being attacked. They're also well. being attacked. That's a great point. So yeah. it's like on both ends, people are going against Muslims, and yeah. I, I I don't know what the solution is. I don't know why people are so ignorant. So people are just hurtful in in mm-hmm. in such a man. I don't know how you can live with yourself by doing such. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's, I just can't wrap my head this around. This relates it, you to know? another issue, actually. There was a mosque that was someone spray painted a swastika onto it, and that, and the person who did it, they got prosecuted. They had a six month jail sentence and like two hundred hours of community service, but unless he paid a seventeen hundred dollar fine, then he just had the community service. But the Muslims who got their mosque defaced paid the seventeen hundred dollar fine for him. And I think that's like, kind of like a. And they forgive him. Yeah, they forgive him. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a lot to forgive someone for. That's like scary. That's like mm-hmm. very scary. Like yeah. to be honest, like if if for example, if I were Muslim and someone drew a swastika like on my house or on my on my mosque mm-hmm. or something, the mosque I attend, that's yeah. like that's very scary. Like, and if you're if you're Jewish, for example, mm-hmm. and someone draws a swastika on your temple or something, that's that's terrifying. Like, and this it, it kind of this somewhat off topic. It goes to ask the question. You know why are people allowed to paint swastikas? Mm-hmm. In a, you can do that; it's technically free speech. You, you could yeah. paint a swastika yeah. on your truck and drive it around. You know, in Germany, it's doing illegal. and it's illegal. Yeah, right? it's illegal, and it's just it's it's obnoxious that in one place it's illegal, but in America you can do it because you're exercising mm-hmm. your free right, even though you're. I mean, well, I mean, this is. Mm-hmm. I think I I don't know if this. I was about to say you know this is a different discussion. I don't know if it really is though because I guess this is I guess it, question it, it goes of free that, speech. Yeah. But what does a swastika have to do with a mosque? This is such a miseducated thing. <laughs> and to if you're do. going to do something yeah. like that, at like, least it's not a political it right, statement. It's you know? just like dumb. Um, but mean, these Muslims, like he would have gone to jail for six months if he didn't if that fine wasn't paid and he didn't have the money to pay for it. Yeah. These Muslims are showing forgiveness and they're showing like. I mean, they why paid are you doing seventeen hundred dollars like mm-hmm. for well, for his bail. I mean, and you didn't hear that all over the news. Yeah, yeah. I mean, media. So it's just it's too bad that people mm-hmm. are, people are doing this. And about eight months ago, yeah. two young men were caught on camera wrapping uncooked bacon uh, around hand, uh, around door handles mm-hmm. on, on, on a mosque. So I mean, if you don't know, um, Muslims for the for the most part, if you're you know pretty practicing and stuff, mm-hmm. you don't eat bacon. Or, I mean, mm-hmm. at least it's in the Quran. Or, yeah, yeah, pig, pork. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't you don't eat bacon, pork, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So what did these two guys do? Put bacon um, on the handles of the of the doors of the mosque. And this was, actually so, wasn't even the first act of vandalism against the mosque. I don't have specific examples, but. There have been, been other ones been, for that specific church, right? For that specific sh- church. Mm-hmm. And so these these people are actually like, the mosque, they came in and they spoke again and they're preaching forgiveness. The mosque, again, they forgave them and yeah. they came in and spoken. And you can see a video mm-hmm. where these two guys, like, so they go to the church, obviously, uh, not sorry, not the church, the mosque. And basically, um, they go to apologize. They have a speech. Mm-hmm. They go say, sorry, oh, I shouldn't have done this, et cetera, et cetera. And then you see uh, everyone who normally attends the mm-hmm. mosque, you go see them walk up and they hug the guys and they yeah. like shake their hands. They're, they're so, people, I mean, their religion is built around forgiveness. Yeah. Right? And we see this with the three major religions, um, Christianity, Judaism, and, 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 and Islam. They're built around forgiveness. And yeah. I don't know how people can just go out over and over again and commit this, and commit this act of... St- yeah, it's it's too much. I, I can yeah. I I really can't. You know, I really can't wrap mm-hmm. my head around the idea yeah. that people are constantly doing this. And Muslims, they're so forgiving. They're willing mm-hmm. to pay their bail. They're willing to forgive them for what they're doing. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. And I mean, in, in at this, least a few of them. Yeah. yeah. In this day and age, like I, I I couldn't imagine like any anyone I know really like in my social surrounding, mm-hmm. anyone. I, it it would it would boggle me if I found out that someone I knew did something like that. 
Yeah. And I mean, I was looking at the people, like the person who like vandalized vandalized this church, and they look like normal people. Like they seem like the people you see every day. But like, I mean, they're affected by the media. I mean, I I don't know if we can blame the no, media. I think we on can this. blame the media. I really think we can because it's it's mm-hmm. been a rise, and I've noticed this within some of the people that I you know mm-hmm. I see from their day. They just more they they are. They are more willing to put out their ignorance. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's how I would put it. They're more willing to put out their ignorance. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how that comes to be, but I would maybe I would largely blame it on on the whole, you know, election cycle and with Trump go- going in yeah. office. People are just willing to, and we've seen this with uh, yeah. rise of white supremacy in, in college campuses. Mm-hmm. We talked and, about that. Yeah, we actually, talked about so. all this. So people are just people don't care anymore because mm-hmm. Trump says it, he gets away with it. I can Why say not? what I want. Yeah, right. For example, I think there was that girl in Alabama, for example, mm-hmm. who I attended mean, university. Wow. Uh, she, I, she I went can say what I want with now. She went on with yeah. everything. She said, we're in the South now. And no. I can say what I want. Exactly. Blah, blah, blah. I was watching Bill Maher, and like he had an Obama impersonator say mm. quotes that Trump had said, and I was shocked. Like, yeah. I started to get like kind of desensitized to these Trump things or just like dumb little oh, things. I mean, that's Trump. I hear, I, see, I hear someone who sounds and looks like Obama, and I'm... I'm shocked. I'm like, yeah. he would never like. He what would if Obama had said that? Yeah. Said those stuff when he was in office. Yeah. Like, think about that. He called the White House mm-hmm. a dump. I mean, Republicans would have gone insane oh, if Obama had said you're that. You're disrespecting you. The House of founding the fathers. Of founders, yeah. fathers yeah. You know how but, much they would have gone. They yeah. So much. The thing is, like, I'm just confused. I don't understand like where all of this hate is coming from. Mm-hmm. Like, I just. It, it, I mean, centuries of racism. I don't yeah, understand. Yeah, like but like, it's it's still in our country. It shows you that there's still hate. You would think people have. And I think, obviously, with the election, mm-hmm. we everyone was becoming, I think, people were becoming less proud of being yeah. ignorant. But with the election, people are like, what, he does it? Why can't we do it? And mm-hmm. that's 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 the wide... And we're saying this with the Black Panther movie. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's a great movie. I recommend you should check it out if you haven't done it yet. It's a great movie. And people are finding reason, saying, mm-hmm. wait, we don't celebrate when we have white people in our movies. Why are you guys celebrating when you have black people in your movies? People don't understand. Because all the movies have white yeah. people in them. <laughs> people, are just, people are just refusing to understand the reasons behind, you know, these social acts. And it's just yeah. the grouping everyone together. And really, someone needs to fix America. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Someone needs to fix it. I yeah, don't think it, I don't think mess. it's somebody that should fix America. It I think it should be like a, mm-hmm. an effort. I Everyone mean, should try. The goal is some uh, people you just can't change their minds. I mean, their whole lives they've yeah. gone on believing this. Mm-hmm. It's the next generation that like yeah. you have to see. It's that's from us. Yeah, that's what hurt me about that. The the two women who went to the church and vandalized. I mean, the mosque and vandalized yeah. it. They it, brought their children. They taught them all these things. Five and, and six what years happens? old. Yeah. and you listen to these five and like, six year olds saying these terrible things, and you're like, in twenty years, that's gonna be. What are they gonna be? Are they gonna be doing the same thing? I don't know. Yeah, exactly. So. That's a sad note to end. It, yeah. it's, a, it's a sad way to end the show today, but... People should know about it, so yeah, that's people, why we talk about it. Right? You know, if if someone's going to say, and this, you know, if someone is going to say something offensive or some, something just blatantly ignorant, mm. you should call them out on it. You, you, shouldn't, you, shouldn't try and, mm. and you shouldn't try and hide it. And the, I guess the, the takeaway for this show today is that whatever happens, first of mm. all, don't sign in contracts, because usually contracts are a trap. And if it's or a non-disclosure, look into be them, careful. Look, look into, into them, them, you know. You might, you might want to invest mm. in a lawyer or something like that, but... In, in general, you should speak out about stuff. Yeah. Whether it's that someone you know sexually assaulting you, or someone doing some stuff that mm-hmm. you just don't want mm-hmm. to be happening to you at a workplace, or or whether someone using words that they shouldn't be using, you should call them out. That's I, the only way we can yeah. solve this issue. I think, and I think we've said this like multiple times. I think so many episodes now we've had the message of speak up about it, speak, speak up, up about say it, something. say I mean, something. You know, if everyone's so talking crucial. and everyone's having a conversation, I think that's how. Yeah. That's how we make change. That's yeah. how we make change. That's how. The world gets better yeah. in general. And I think that's it for our show. Thank yeah. you guys for joining us. Again, you can check us out at www.humblepodcasts.com. We have some amazing mm-hmm. merchandise. <laughs> I, I know you guys will love it. 
And I think that's been it for yeah. show, guys. Yep. Any closing remarks? No, I think that's it. We're on Spreaker. Yeah, We're on exactly. iTunes. Podcasts. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Thank you for joining us. Tune in next week. Thank <laughs> you.